Welcome to the Chamber Neighbors Podcast, a show highlighting Chapin's community and commerce. Now here's your hosts, Greater Chapin Chamber of Commerce President and CEO, Paul Sadler, and Chapin Neighbors Magazine's Daniel Rendelman. This is Daniel with the Chapin Neighbors Magazine. And I'm Paul Sadler with the Greater Chapin Chamber of Commerce. And Paul, who are we talking with today? Daniel, we have a treat. We have a treat. We do. We He's do. with us uh, here at the Chamber House. Yes, he is. Darren Kaplan. But you got to say it right. Darren. Darren. Darren's <laughs> here. Darren. How you doing? <laughs> As you might be able to guess, Darren is not from Chapin, South Carolina, but he is fitting in. Yeah, he's from Pomeria. He is from Pomeria. Yes, he is from the little town of Pomeria. Well, Darren is our guest today with Total Mortgage of Chapin. Darren, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. It's good to see you. So you've been in Chapin for how long? Uh, we're going on our fourth Thanksgiving. Fourth Thanksgiving. Yep, yep, yep. That's yep. awesome. Where are you coming from? Um, you mean New York, Long Island? Sure. You're from. You're not from here. No, you really are from here. He's really not from here. Hopefully, I have grandkids from here. Oh, perfect. Isn't that nice? Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and and how you came to Chapin from evidently from New York? Yeah. Uh, so give us a little bit about about you, man. Yeah, beyond the mortgage business, you know, I'm married uh, over 23 years. I have two beautiful kids. Uh, one 17 graduated from Chapin High School. Now goes to USC. Right. Uh, my daughter, she's 10. Go Gamecocks. My daughter's 10. She goes to Chapin Intermediate School. She's involved in a lot of the sports and activities that go on here yeah awesome and um you, you live here in town been, been here as you said for for a couple of years for thanksgivings yes on my i don't think i've ever measured anything in the amount of holidays that i've been here <laughs> this is my fourth thanksgiving yeah. hmm, i made it to so the four young kapoors the first thanksgiving was more of a cracker barrel one there's nothing wrong with a cracker barrel Thanksgiving. I've yeah. been there, done that two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, three Thanksgivings. Yeah, ago. three Thanksgivings. Well, well, when you have a choice whether to stay in New York and stay in the cold weather or come here and on Thanksgiving be in your tank top and your shorts. Oh, for sure. It, take the crack. There has been many a holidays at the end of the year where I've been in shorts and t-shirt. Yeah, yeah that's what's amazing about this place. Beyond the people, right? Yeah. Like you guys, you guys, I think you guys were the first ones I actually met here. Oh. You know, and got involved with. Um, but what, what brought me to Chapin, uh, we just, my family was looking to get out of the, you know, the hustle and bustle atmosphere in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, it became extremely expensive to live there as well. Um, we didn't know where we wanted to go. So we said, look, let's draw a map inland. We started at Alamonte Springs in Florida hmm. and we drove our way north and we hit Chapin. Chapin. Now, when you first moved here, did you say Chapin or did you say like Chapin? So, so my my wife's people say it wrong. Sometimes. They tend to say Chapin. 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 Uh, so, so we've we've heard Chapin, but yeah, Chapin's been okay. Unless you guys correct me, it's been kind of my word. Yeah, it's Chapin. Chapin. It's Chapin. Chapin works. Yeah, now, I swing it. In your business, total mortgage. What what do you specialize in? I'm assuming mortgages. But not just mortgages, right? Well, we 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 love dealing with people itself, right? Mm-hmm. And and Total Mortgage is a, a north-based company uh, out of Milford, Connecticut, right? Um, and they're always looking to expand in the horizon. But when I came on board, I was very clear that I wanted to move to South Carolina. 
That that was my goal. We yeah, we hit up Florida and Alamonte Springs, but I think that was more of a let's see what's here. We knew we wanted to land in in South Carolina. We did make it to Greer, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then we sort of worked mm-hmm. our way down. And obviously, the schools here is what right. really was attractive. Top notch schools. <laughs> no, yes, sir. No doubt about it. And the teachers are amazing. And mm-hmm. there's a theory I have a little bit behind that, but I say that we we're a unique mortgage company for unique needs. You know, mm-hmm. and unlike your traditional lender, you know, that may look at your credit score and how much money you make, you know, I think we look at different aspects of your mortgage. Um, we're more of a helping company. You know, it may not be today and we don't deny you, but what we do is we try to figure out what path that you can go on to get a mortgage or a house. So you don't have to have perfect credit and this great income just to get a mortgage with total mortgage is what I'm hearing. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's a myth itself. You know, um, sometimes the larger banks and the credit unions, you know, they want that good credit and that good income, but we really want to help everyone. You know, you you may not be able to afford a $500,000 house making $30,000, mm-hmm. right? But you're also not looking to buy above your means at that point either, right? Right. But I can help you if you are looking for that, right? So yeah. if you're only showing $30,000 for yeah. argument's sake, but you can afford a $500,000 house, you know, that is a situation that we may be able to help you with. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so what got you into this business? Why Why the business of mortgages? I guess it's a it's a people business, but it's the mortgage business. Why? What, what drew you to that? Man, if I could go back in my mind 23 years. So February 2000 is when I started the business. But before that, I was I was in my teens, 19s, 18s. And um, I think I was trying to find myself in life itself. But I always knew I wanted yeah. to dress up, wear a tie, and go to work. And and you are not dressed up in a tie today, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so what happened? So, so well, hey, wait, I, I prefer this though. If I'm having real conversations with people about money, my money, I don't want to be talking to a suit and tie. Like I really don't. Darren is wearing a baseball cap and a hoodie. Let's be real. He could run for this. And he's got, look at these, dude. Look at these shoes. Oh, those shoes. Could, these Adidas poofies. Adidas they poofies. Are very poofy. They are very poofy. And they're super comfortable, too. And they're better than the Gucci's. They're better than the Gucci's. Okay. Well, they look good. So, sorry, I, I didn't mean so to, look, from to jump into that. Okay. So, you were thinking about that? So, I worked in a gym. All right. I was selling gym memberships for an exclusive gym. Uh, it was more like a racquetball club. Right. I was killing it. I was making like 90 grand a year at 19 years old. Jeez. Um, a gentleman came in one day. I got him to sign up for the gym without actually seeing it coming in a- after the fact. Uh, we did it through fax and he called me up one day and he's like, Darren, you're really good on the phones. And I was always pretty good on the phones. I worked in a few call centers as a kid. My my parents used to drop me off at like uh uh, a call center for like magazine subscriptions back in the day. If you guys know what magazines are, right? Hey, is that like the is that like the CD thing that uh, like watch it I'm, now? Yeah, I promise you, Columbia House. That's Columbia. it. Yeah, right, right. It, it wasn't so much. So it was more like the PAL, right? And um, this gentleman, he, he asked me. He goes, "Do you see yourself working in a gym when you're sixty and seventy? Hmm. Now I'm twenty years old, right? I never really put one and one together. But at the end of the day, I said to myself, probably not. How many 60 and 70 year olds do you see around the gym? 
And I wasn't like the fittest guy, you know, I had a big belly and my friends were all gym buffs and stuff. I still got a belly, you know, but, um, so he said to me, are you interested in making $10,000 a month? And I was like, well, I make close to that now. Well, what would be the difference? He goes, that's just where you start. Oh, wow. I said, all right, you know what? Let's give it a whirl. Um, my wife at the time was my girlfriend. She said, go for it, you know, and I, Dropped what I was doing. I put on my Armani Exchange sweater <laughs> and my corduroy jeans. And I went there and they kicked me out the first day and said, you can't wear that to work. Oh. So I went to Marshall's and I got myself a bunch of sleeveless or, 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 or short sleeve. I didn't know any better shirts. And I joined the bowling team at my work because that's what I got made fun of a lot. But I didn't make any money for six months. Oh, wow. Every single person I knew told me it was a scam. Get out. You don't know what you're doing. You're not making any money. They're taking advantage of you. But there was something that I saw around me. Mm. Guys driving nice cars, wearing nice clothes, expensive watches, flip phones. Back then it was the StarTech, mm -hmm. right? And you were a big wig if you had it. You brought the StarTech from a 10-story building and it still worked. I mean, that's crazy. That's all right. we asked for. I mean, me, yeah. I only want my cell phone to work. But that being said, six months later, I actually started making some money. It became a business for me. And I sort of got into it. How do you say 24, seven, seven days a week. And it became a part of me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, fast forward 20 years, my, my kid got older. I stopped really being like, the, I started becoming like a weekend warrior dad, mm -hmm. you know, even though I was dressing up nice and even though I was bringing bank home, 2008 destroyed us. Mm -hmm. When the market crashed, it made me realize like not just how important my family is, but like, what am I doing? And mm -hmm. so I, I think I tried alternatives, but people tried to turn me on to alternatives and it just, it didn't just not pay the bills, but I wasn't good at a lot of things. I'm not handy with my hands. You know, I did own a house and I did own other houses. Um, and when I was 21, I bought my first house. I ended up owning, owning 10 houses by the time 2008 hit. Um, but the market, when it crashed, destroyed not just me, but a lot of different families, right? So when 2008 came, me and my wife, you know, we, we sort of had this agreement that if the market ever came back, we would get out. But we didn't know where to go. Right. And you say to yourself, all right, well, there's a million places to go, but I feel like people don't know. We, we don't know where to go. I'm young. Where do you leave to? You get in the car and you drive. And then what that determines that you want to live in a spot. So um, in 2017, I joined Total Mortgage. I sort of got out of the dinosaur days and got into like the technology world of mortgages. Hmm. Um Customer service, technology, mortgages, that's sort of like the angle of total mortgage itself. So when we came on, they had great technology. We all fought head to head. And I just said to myself, look, it's time for me to explore in a different, a different state, like mm -hmm. different state of mind. My wife was sort of for it. Where do you want to go and how do you want to do it? And we just, I think I was just so burnt, you know, at the end of the 20th year, you know, I just, I was sick of the tie. I was sick of the suit. I was at work by myself, you know, I'm dressing up for me. Yeah. So besides like dress code, what's the biggest difference than total mortgage and maybe the other mortgage companies that you had worked with? I mean, that's a good question, right? So, so I think you make the best of what you can, right? And I think total mortgage just gives us so many tools and they're so supportive of my future ideas. So it's not just like, how much can we make today? 
It's what are we going to do in our future? Hmm. Not just when the market comes back, because that's what everybody's sort of waiting for. But what do you do to grow in that market? What do you do to grow in a declining market? And in my past places, and I've only been with five places in 23 years, right? Hmm. So I consider myself a very loyal employee, right. <laughs> not just Sounds a hard like worker, <laughs> right? But a, a loyal employee. But one thing that Total Mortgage has is that they have that zone that gave me the opportunity to come here, be me. Mm. Be Darren Kaplan. I feel mm. like I rolled myself back to the '90s. Nice, you know. And the '90s I mean, were I a good time. The '90s, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, it was a good time. Everything was good in the '90s. Yes, I feel like you know, and and I wasn't paying bills in the '90s. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and, and I and I feel like it's like come to a point where yeah, okay, mortgages and real estate they sort of like clashed against each other, right? And real estate's doing so well, and mortgage rates are at the highest they've been in twenty something years. But I don't ever think I've had those issues where. Rates were too high and mortgages and property values were too high. It, mm -hmm. it, it was always a people thing with me. And I, and I always feel um, I was always good with people, right? So who better than me to wear what I want to wear, mm. go out and meet who I want to meet, and build a business with the people that I truly enjoy awesome. working with, right? Hey, man, you hit it on the head. I mean, that's exactly what I feel like we should be, right? We should be able to wear what we want to wear and do what we want to do within reason right um but like be truly yourself and if that is pants and a suit a dress for females right. or if it's sweats and a hat it doesn't matter because you're still the same person whether you're dressed up to the nines or whether you're in a hoodie well, providing that level of customer service and people see that it's real you know you're you're real and i think it's a good definition yeah for real he's, he's real, real. Yeah, and I mean that's that's people feel more comfortable, you know, when 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 you're sitting or meeting somebody, especially like for me, if I'm going in front of you and you're in a suit and a tie and you are just dressed so good, <laughs> and I'm coming in in jeans and a t-shirt, like you intimidate me, right? You would intimidate me. So I mean, it's always like that though. I I, yeah. think, I think as the years progressed, you know, and as we got older, you know, and our kids sort of. Got older, we tried to show them um, more morals, right? Better value, right? Gucci shoes, right? Is that really the, the the thing that you should be showing your kids? The Rolex watch? I mean, I can tell you, I had two of them. Mm -hmm. I don't wear any watches anymore. My brother always makes fun of me. He's like, where's your watch? <laughs> and I'm like... No watch. Don't need it. Why? Yeah, you know, what, what, what does that make me? Does that make me a better person? Because I have... A, you know, Gucci shoes, a three-piece suit, right. Rolex watch. Right. Does that make me any better than you or you? Yeah. Or does it intimidate you, like you said, right? And yeah. look, I drove every fancy car my whole life. I can name them Porsche, Mercedes, BMW, Land Rover, right? But when I moved to Chapin, I got myself a 99 Silverado. Yep. Remember you telling me this, conver this conversation. Just, this is so good. My first car was a 76 Camaro. All right. And there were many times where I broke down on the side of the road. And fortunately for me, I had friends that were mechanics and they used to come with a hanger and fix it. I can't tell you how, but I could just tell you they came with a hanger. <laughs> All right. So driving the 99 Silverado really brings me back to the 90s. Mm -hmm. Right. And it brings me back to my childhood and me being myself and, you know, enjoying not just cheap and but hospitality that South Carolina brings. Oh, yeah. It's such a 
It's such a game changer. Mm -hmm. I recommend it to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. If you're listening now, get out of the grind. Listen to what we're saying. It's time. Move to Chafin. Love <laughs> <laughs> it. What about some uh, some myths in the industry of mortgages? I mean that 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 goes on and on. We can and talk on, for right? a long time, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. But let's just talk about bad credit, no money, uh, uh, disposable income that you can't show, right? Th those sometimes they they get kind of clogged. Like you hear you need twenty percent down and good credit, and you know what? In an ideal position, that may get you the best deal. But the difference between the best deal and a deal to buy a house is fractions. Hmm. It, it's it's sort of like do you not want to buy a house for a couple of hundred bucks or do you want to continue to rent? Do you want to continue to save more money to put more money down for just saving a few hundred dollars? Or do you want to buy a house and go on that payment schedule to, you know, be a homeowner? You know, and I think that every single person, no one's the same. Every single person creates their own identity, their own economy, their own recession. You know, where one guy may think the rates are bad and another guy just wants to buy a house because he's fortunate, right? So when it comes to myth, low income, no income, bad credit, no money, little money, no tax returns, I just feel like there's a product for everybody. You know, it's just a matter of talking to your mortgage professional. Hopefully it's me. But if it's not, and really coming up with a game plan for the rest of your life, because it's not wait and then buy. It's buy and then wait. And it's always been like that in the 80s. Rates were at 16%. Those people who bought in the 80s are cleaning up now. In the 90s, right, we had we had this almost a similar thing, except the rates were a little bit lower. And then in the early 2000s, we had the internet boom, right? And that's sort of what created real estate as it is today. Hmm. In 2021, one of five homeowners were investors. In 2022, it's two of every five. 2023 wow. hasn't come out yet, but I'm guessing it's going to be closer to two to three. Mm. Mm, that's awesome. Well, what is Darren doing when Darren isn't doing mortgage? It sounds like you work all the time. 24-7 is what you know. I, I feel like you do. But when you're not doing this, what do you like to do in your free time if there is any free time? Besides those, uh, the Chapin meetings, I mean. That's right. Yeah, and we love seeing you at this. all those chamber events. Truly, I truly do. With or without long pants. <laughs> <laughs> that is Shorts are good. Shorts are perfect. And I do want to point out that that Darren is a supporter of the Chapin Chamber, Chapin community, mm -hmm. the golf tournaments, the galleries, oh, yeah. the different things. Seeing him here, you know, seeing you at the, the Justin Pepper 5K, so many different things the um truly uh, I, I mean when we look look at these different events he's definitely uh, in the community yeah absolutely yeah that, that makes me whole Tru truly those things uh and i i do i do love those but uh for fun <laughs> pickleball baby oh pickles where we're at pickleball I am a really? huge pickleball fanatic. I play two or three times a week with what? many people from our community. I see so many people, not just from our chamber meetings, but from Crooked Creek and Seven Oaks and uh, Belvin Park. And these are a lot of the things I didn't do up north. And in this season, you can still go outside and not freeze. So oh, yeah. I'm a huge pickleball advocate. And you guys know I love baseball cards. Yeah. 
Baseball cards. Yes, I've heard you're quite the uh, collector. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, we, we did start a little booth over at uh, Rustic Living. Yeah, you know, um, which they are partners of the Greater Chapin Chamber, I will have to I, add. I have seen signs around mm -hmm. the traffic circle for baseball cards. Yep, so sports cards Living. come in. I didn't know that was you. It, it's That's me. Darren. So what's your uh, most precious card? All right. So I have, um, I have a double-sided card. On the front of the card, it's Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, Derek Jeter, Lou Gehrig, and Mariano Rivera. Some very Piece of their jerseys. But... And then on the back of the card are Orioles. Mike oh, yeah. Messina. Mm -hmm. Not so good with the other. He, he just passed away. Um, I'm assuming Cal Ripken's on there. Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah. Yep. And, and another guy. He just passed away, actually. Mm. I forget who he is, but that's probably one of my favorite cards. But I have a huge Aaron Judge collection. Ah, so the Judge, okay. huge Aaron Judge, and and that's not something I get rid of. That's not really something that was it. Rod Rod Carew? It's not. It's not Rod Carew played with the Twins. Um, okay. it's Brooks Robinson. Ah, Brooks Robinson. Never heard of him. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> but all those five Yankees that yeah. you mentioned, I yeah. do do know them. I didn't know they played on the same at the same time, so that's amazing. You know what they did? Um, I know, I'm joking. It's sort, of a, it's sort of a collage of it, but yeah, but parts of their their uniforms and things. So so really getting involved with that and and the different things around town, and and we love seeing you. We love seeing you around. We do. Town. It's always a what, good time when you come in. The uh, Fidelis retreat. Uh, yep. The, the poker. Yep. The, the poker night. Big supporter of that. That was so much fun. That was a great time. We dressed up real nice. I don't think I've ever in my entire life dressed up like a cowboy, but I did. I put on my cowboy boots. <laughs> I had a cowboy shirt. I had a cowboy hat. I mean, yes. talk about a good time. And I honestly, genuinely say that. Like, I enjoyed that. Like, Could you imagine, like, 30 years ago, you would be in the South dressing up like a cowboy? I <laughs> do. <laughs> Bring it there, yes. How you doing? Well, listen, man. How can our listeners learn more about you and your company, Total Mortgage? For sure. The first thing that they could do is Google me, right? Okay. Darren Kaplan. I'll come up. You can't miss me, Darren Kaplan at Chapin. Um, you can find us at ChapinMortgages.com, right? But if you really truly want to know more, I have over 200 reviews on Zillow. I have nearly 5,000 subscribers to my YouTube channel. Just kind of check it out. And, and like, Zillow's a big deal. No doubt about it. And you are one of the highest rated mortgage lenders on Zillow, period. In South Carolina. Wow. Man, that's impressive. That's impressive. So, All right, Chapin Mor you said ChapinMortgage.com. ChapinMortgages.com. There, yep. ChapinMortgages.com. Come to a, a chamber event. You'll see Darren there. Definitely. You will hear Darren. You will hear And if you want And you'll see him. You want a mug? You want a free shirt? Just reach out to me. Yeah. I'll give you whatever you want. We love swag here, right? Nice. Yes, we do. We do love yeah. swag. Well, listen, thanks so much for being our guest, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate you and all that you do for our community. Thank you. You guys, too. I love Chapin. This has been the Chapin Neighbors Podcast, where we highlight all that makes our community special. We hope you enjoyed our time together. Please like, subscribe, and share the Chapin Chamber Neighbors Podcast.